welcome to Sessions Cancelled Podcast. Uh, Isaiah got ripped into the warp today, so Sessions Cancelled. I I guess this is where, Josh, you you can plug. Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Do do your thing. That was a little quick. I I, I was going to say, though, you you always come in so much calmer than the rest of us, Sam. I know. So much... So much more, so much more relaxed. It's all good. One of us has to um, be. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. There was another thing I was gonna say that I have now blanked on. Hopefully, I'll remember it later. But anyway, mm-hmm. if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to on. That'd be nice. Big fan. Would like. Yeah. What was it? Oh, oh, oh! I j- okay. Uh, it just came to me. Good timing. Good timing. Um. Also, if you're listening. And you haven't checked out our, you know, any other episodes. If y'all be so kind as to give episode 45, the internet's bad take some loves. Because Isaiah put a lot of research into it. And for some reason, that one, not getting a lot of love right now. So, that was it. Probably because it's about bad takes. I don't know. I think the algorithm is punishing on us on that one for some reason. I don't know why, but it Probably. seems like it is. I, I, you, you put know, the word bad in here. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. But it was a very funny episode, and Isaiah did a lot of good research to collect the takes in question. So, like, you know, I remember up. dying and, and seeing the uh, the the posts come in about what the bad takes were. Yeah. Very confused. Yeah, I was, because I forgot what the subject was. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was just like, "What does this mean?" Yeah, yeah. Sam so just saw them is coming this, into chat with no context. This is their opinion. Please don't tell me it is. Uh-huh. At uh-huh. one point, I was like. Oh no! This doesn't. This this can't be. This is too bad of a take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I saw the uh, the armor uh, subtract from damage instead mm. of uh, making it harder to hit, I was like, "Wait, that doesn't make any fucking sense." <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, guys. Flashbacks—they just slow down the game. We just gotta get them out of here. Get I, that, out one of still, <laughs> that one still. That one still haunts my dreams. I still haunts. I don't my know dreams. about. I don't know about slowing down. Anyway, oh, does the opposite. Uh, in fact, I, I, obviously uh, Isaiah is not here with us today, um, so it's 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 just myself, uh, Josh, and Matt. Uh, and today yeah. we're we're going to talk about uh, rewarding your players with combat and how well they do with combat, or rewarding their role playing, or both. Not the bedroom role playing. No, no. Why'd you have to make it weird? I don't know. Chaos Whisper just starts playing in the background. I don't know. I just felt, I just felt like taking it in a weird direction. <laughs> I, Mission to come. Always remember to start off with a safe word. I correct bananas. Sure. Anyway, uh, so I, I I I I've given you guys some questions to think about, formulate over. Um, yeah. Well, first I'll, one being, I'll pretend like I looked at those. Sure. <laughs> I, 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 I listen, they're more for Matt than anybody else. All right, all right fair thanks, enough. Thanks, I appreciate you. <laughs> I listen, Matt will come at us and be like, hey, I don't know what the fuck that means. Look, so that's <laughs> fair. into the habit of giving Matt some questions I to like, think about. I like doing it on the fly. No thinky, only reactions. I, <laughs> no think, head empty. Okay. Well, uh, so, so the first question um, th- thank you, Matt, for reading. I know it's hard for you. Um, no, he reads stuff from you. I, I, yeah, but it's still hard. No, no, remember, Josh, you don't read shit from me. That's, that's that joke. still holds true. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't read Literally. anything you post. <laughs> Someone has to repost whatever Matt sends so that yeah, Josh yeah, yeah. can read it. Yeah. yeah. 
it's it's just some weird Mark. eldritch curse. Yeah. We, we don't know what's going on there. <laughs> it because when Matt sends it, it just like looks like garbage garbled el- el- elven runes. Jesus Christ! Yeah, 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 yeah. that took a while to get out, that but did, it's all yeah. right. We're here. We're we're here. Everybody. <laughs> Matt, take the, Matt, Sam, take this away from me. I'm yeah, stupid today. I, I, listen, I'm I'm also stupid today. I'm Ooh. I'm like I'm half asleep at the wheel right now. Um, oh shit! Jesus, Jesus is driving this podcast right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. No, I'm uh, not. I was gonna keep going down that route. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, I'll I'll pose this question to. Josh first because you know has more experience with both Uh, do you think it's necessary or optimal to give both reward like experience or just rewards in general for doing well in combat and role playing Uh, I know my answer do I think it's necessary to reward for both is that basically what you're saying Depending on the system, of course, but yeah, yeah necessary um, or optimal. Just gives that pl- the players the feel good juice. Mm. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's a requirement to reward for either of them. I think there's mm. lots of other ways that you can do it. I mean, those are the two most mm-hmm. common. Um, but mm-hmm. no, I don't think. Uh, I think a lot of games uh, forego combat reward. That's pretty standard. Yeah. Um. They'll usually do something like, uh, for instance, Blades in the Dark. Uh, it has a built-in system with your traumas that if you roleplay them well, that stuff. And- yeah, well, there's that. And then the thing with Blades, since you brought I knew I was going to. I knew Blades was going to come up at some point. I, I, I just know, didn't I, think Blades, it would be so fast. I know. The entire time I was writing this, I was thinking about Blades. Yeah, well, so the thing. Okay. There's probably going to be a follow-up question where I, I will mm-hmm. go to this more. But the thing about Blades... Literally the second question. Okay, yeah. All right. So the <laughs> I, thing, I know. The thing we'll, I'll say right this moment is... Um, yeah, so not rewarding for combat. Lots of games do that. That's very normal. Um, and now you might say to yourself, well, then you have to reward for role-playing. That's the only other option. At which point I say, yes, but also no. Mm-hmm. Yes with an asterisk? Um, yes. Caveat to the yes. As a as a thing with Blade, it's as an example using Blade. Um, every character or every playbook in Blades, which is roughly Blades equivalent of a class, you have a list of um actions or objectives for your specific playbook. And if you excuse me, if you um if you act out or participate in any of those, get XP. So, for example, if you're playing a cutter, one of your options is you address a challenge with violence or coercion. You get XP if you do that at least once per session. Two XP if you did it multiple times per session. Um, Blades uses very small XP. And then the other way you can get XP is just by rolling your abilities... Uh, and I think it's every time you, every time you, no, I forget how the roll XP work, but when you just roll Hmm. actions, you can also get quickly, unless I'm confusing it with another game. I'm actually now doubting myself as I'm saying this. I believe the failure one is, um, dungeon roll. 
I know Dungeon World does it, but I thought mm-hmm. Blades had a similar thing. But now that I'm thinking about it, it might not. Um, I I think it's when you trauma out or whatever. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I don't think it's when you specifically fail. I think yeah, it's yeah, when yeah, you, yeah, 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 you yeah, trauma yeah. out. Oh no, oh no, sorry, here's it. It's right here on the it's right here on the playbook. Oh, this is the other thing I really like about Blades is they have all the XP triggers on your playbook. So in other words, on your character sheet for your character. Yeah, you can just um, see them at all times. Every time you roll a desperate action, you get XP uh, in that action. Okay. So anytime a desperate action in Blades for, for for you, Matt, but also for anyone listening, um, a desperate action in Blades is like anytime you're trying to do something that is really challenging. So if you imagine it like a really high DC check in D&D, it's kind of like that. Um, uh, what the fuck? Sorry. I, I was mm-hmm. making weird noises. Um, so yeah, anytime you roll a desperate action, you get XP, which is basically just like, yeah, like I said, if you're trying to do something that's very difficult or you're kind of in a bad position to be doing it. Um and I would argue that those aren't role-playing rewards, at least not in the way that most people think of "quote-unquote" role-playing. Yeah. Not the DM going, "Here's a cookie for doing well." The yeah. game literally has it built yeah. in, which is yeah. So Sam, you, yeah, I have a feeling I know where I'm going to go with this next, but Sam, I'll let you here. I'll let you. Okay. <laughs> now, now that you've listened to uh, a different way to reward Another the option. players, uh, when, what, what, what do you think, Matt? What do you think? Well, actually, when I when I kind of read the question at first, I thought it was uh, when you were like rewarding combat versus role playing. My head immediately went to uh, not like rewarding like XP or anything. My went my uh, mm-hmm. initial thing was like feel good. Yeah, so literally anything. Was, you know, inspiration, yeah, okay. experience. That's why I didn't say experience like it could be you know uh, an item a bonus to something uh experience or in dnd's case you know inspiration something mechanical uh, i think the main weird. point i think the main point is is something a mechanical reward specific a mechanical yeah. okay because i because i initially to took like, it as a you're thinking yeah. like a role-playing re- like a, i'm thinking like, like a, a role like a feel in, good like a role play like in I, universe I reward. yeah because i i yeah. wrote in like oh you know you should because I, I my initial thought was like you should well you should it's not necessary but you should try but now mm-hmm. that it's like some sort of like something like an inspiration or like the yeah, it, dark it, mechanic. Could, it could be something in universe yeah. or out it, you know mechanical yeah yeah, I, um, yeah I, go ahead, may, go ahead. maybe no no i was just saying mate that's the thing i i think like in my head i want to say there should be something but i mm-hmm. i caught on with josh where it's like i don't think it's 100 necessary yeah, like, that's why. That's you, like that's why I think it's optimal to at least attempt to give both, yeah. or all like try to reward your players for doing good things. And by oh, saying yeah. like good, I don't mean playing good characters. Mm-hmm. I mean literally like being good players. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like because there's, there's going to be times where like you try to make a combat encounter and mm-hmm. it sucks, but maybe the role play for that session like made up for it, and yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe people should try. I always try to, like, knock it out of the park, but, you know, fucking it, shit happens. That one encounter <laughs> you thought was going to be amazing ends up being a slog, and everybody hated it. You know, like, Or really me. quick. Or really quick, yeah. He was like, wow, I, <laughs> the I big practiced bad encounter for session. six hours, and you guys killed it in two minutes. Where's Congratulations. That, what was that meme where it's like, 
All right, so we have the the Paladin with a 29 AC, 60 feet movement, extra attack. I put haste on <laughs> him, and he's a Warforged with Shield of Faith. Okay, and it's like, guys. <laughs> Sam, did you see that meme, by the way, that Matt's referring no. to? Oh, no, I it did had, not. It had, a, it had a picture of Mr. Hassan from Fate. Understandable. Let me, let oh, me, let me go I find didn't know it. that was a Fate reference. It is indeed yeah. a Fate reference. Uh, and, my boy. Which King is Hassan. it's extra funny, too, because that character, Matt, uh, mm. Hassan the King or whatever, that bone-looking dude, is the enemy that my players fought in the session where they killed Sam's old patron. Oh, that's, that's him. Fine. That's Bone Daddy. Nice. I love Bone Daddy. But it's so... I guess my only thing was because, again, I'm coming at this mostly from fucking d and I know. I like the idea of the roleplay, like, reward being more, like, in character or, like, story-driven. But I don't know, Josh, because I know you you had, you said a while ago, it's like, you do the XP thing when it comes to if players roleplay their, you know, ideals, bonds, flaws, whatever, they get a little bit of XP. But, like, hypothetically, let's say there was, a, like, something like that in D&D that you would do but you weren't using XP. Like, what other thing would you reward players besides XP and besides, like, a story thing? Um, yeah, I mean, well, so Sam's... Since Sam is specifically referring to... <laughs> I think this yeah, is... Yeah, he's specifically going mechanics, where I well, took it, like, yeah, the other so, way. <laughs> so that's... I think yeah, this is that, really that, funny... The reason, the reason why I, I didn't do, like, specifically, like, experience as a reward is because some games do experience much differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the thing I think is really funny here, though, is the fact that when Sam's put that, when Sam gave us the prompt in the chat, right, I immediately knew Sam meant mechanical rewards. Mm-hmm. Like, I instantly knew that that's where he was going with this. But the fact that you met didn't come at it from that angle, I think is kind of sh- telling of an interesting dichotomy in the way that me and Sam think about games and the way that you think about games, mm-hmm. yeah. which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah so yeah the idea of, of rewards reward fictional in-game like story rewards via role-playing stuff yeah like that's a different to me at least for my money and i think this is kind of where sam's at too that's like an entirely different topic that's like its own subject mm-hmm. it's like separate you know yeah. um i will actually i will just mention this so when the dnd one dnd playtest came out Mm-hmm. The new inspiration system, my players and I really liked it. We play tested it and kind of changed it when they updated it. And now we use it in our game. Yeah, we've because been using my it players, in ours too. Yeah, because yeah, everyone like for, for 5e, everyone likes inspiration, but they don't really had a good way of fucking using it other than DMs like, yeah, you it was, know, it was I, DM I, fiat. Yeah, D- I DM, my players DM, would DM side mechanic. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> players would joke be like, all right, every time we make la- Matt laugh, he, you know, he'll give out inspiration. I'm like, fuck right. Like, damn it, no. This uh, is my one so, weakness. <laughs> what I'll say here, although I will say, actually, it's funny, we changed the inspiration rules in, in my game, too, but I do feel like we often forget about it and have to try and remind each other, uh, like, oh, hey, yeah. you get inspiration for that. Um, we, we, we even changed the name. We call it, like, inspiration. We determination, and we did, you know, the only one at a time rule. We also it, have to like, remind each other that if you have inspiration and you get it, you can give it to someone, because we keep forgetting that. We also forget that rule, I try to... I try to remind people of that all the I know, time. I forget too, yeah. and I'm fucking damning. So you, you know, whatever. Um, you can, you no, that happens constantly. You don't have to yeah, keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like the uh, what the cleric classing uh, was. It is it blessed? Like, don't forget to add your D four. Uh-huh. It's just uh-huh. like every no, five minutes. Is, it's like shut the fuck up. Literally out. every time. Every time we're in combat. All right. So remember to put the bane, the slow, the blah. Yeah, blah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, also a typical combat encounter. Hey, uh, Josh, we're gonna debuff the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) To answer to answer your question, Matt. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, XP is the most obvious reward. Um, but inspiration is another, you know, is another example of how you can go about it. Sort of a a bonus to a role. Um. Mm -hmm. I also think it's valid to reward uh, magic items or, you know, relatively good gear or mm-hmm. both both combat and roleplay. I do think you can reward like if you, you know, if you're playing, obviously, if you're playing a fantasy game, you go into the dungeon, you beat the boss, you're rewarded with, a you know, a flame tongue sword. That, that's yeah. pretty normal. But then if you take it into a different direction, if you're playing like cyberpunk and you're talking to your fixer and you you know your uh your executive player manages to convince their fixer like hey could you give us a little something to help us out on the job the fixer says okay i'll see what i can do and then they reward I got them this with laser a- mantis blade yeah, over yeah. Here. they reward them with like a flamethrower or some shit for the mission right so like you could go in that mm-hmm. direction too that's um that's another easy way to do it i also think uh in in terms of mechanical rewards uh, stuff like temporary bonuses is a really good one. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Apocalypse World games almost always have some sort of mechanic that involves a plus one, what's called a plus one forward, which is just you get a plus one to your next roll. Um, and then there's plus one ongoing, which is you get a plus one for all your rolls until a certain period of time passes or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can also give... Uh, another good mechanical reward although this is this one's this is kind of a funny example because this one sort of is in between a mechanical reward and a story reward but like giving your players a renown score or reputation score thing to then uh be cashed in for certain items uh like in a good example is in the fantasy flight star wars game uh, because the players, at least in my case, you can uh, were part of the rebellion. You have a duty score, and if you uh, if you do whatever your so like each of the players had a job in the rebellion, and if they did their job in the rebellion, that would give them points towards their duty score, which they could then cash in for like assistance or for like a vehicle or for some like gear and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's another good way to do yeah. it. Yeah, I actually um, I'm, renowned- I'm doing the same thing in Strixhaven with the relationship, you know player spends time yeah. you know hangs out with npc they get relationship points and then they get some kind of flavorful thing from that whether it be like you know this npc owes you help or they you know they'll help you get some money or whatever yeah i think a a renowned and or reputation system is is super helpful for a lot of reasons yeah. uh, particularly because it's a really good uh like that's what i'm looking for it's a very uh that's what i'm looking tangible for. Yes. Yeah. It's a very uh, tangible score to keep track of. And by being tangible and concrete, that helps you as a GM be able to represent that in the game. So, for example, if you had, uh, you know, if you have certain thresholds, it's like when the players get past Renown 5, uh, the guild they work for starts to notice them, you know, like or something yeah. like that. Once they get past yeah, yeah. Renown 15, their guild is willing to give them like higher paying job, you know, really good, tangible, mm-hmm. mechanical. Like I can look at this number and I have a way to represent it fictionally. That's always yeah. a good thing. And I, I, I wish the five E ones were better. Five E, yeah, I, I yeah, five E totally yeah. should have a thing like that. A lot of players utilize that in their five E games in various forms. 
and it is yeah. kind of funny that there what, isn't it, there because so, do you know about so a, Sam? Do you know in the it, DMG there are renown rules? But yes, there I, I only... did. I was just about to bring them up. Not yeah. only are they not great, but they're also completely optional. They're completely optional, yeah. and they're really only optional. for the like Forgotten Realms specific mm-hmm. guilds. Guilds, yeah, yep. <laughs> Which I, mean, you can, I you like can that... tweak them to yeah. not be, yeah, but, but like yeah, you can tweak you know. them. So I there's, like there's that honor. They... There, there's like uh, oh, um, I wasn't even thinking of the honor rules. Emerald Enclave. Um, uh, there's like there's a there's a bunch no. of them that are just there, and they're like for role playing for in D and D, but they're completely optional. People just forget they exist. So that's a different yeah. yeah so that's two different things because there's the mm-hmm. there's the honor score and the piety score thing. Yep. And then there's also the there's a sanity one. Or there's whatever. also the sanity always... one, and then there's the renown mm-hmm. scores for the specific mm-hmm. Forgotten Realms guilds, yep. and those are two separate systems. And yep. th- yeah. all of them are optional. And all also, of them are optional. None of them are presented in the player's handbook in any way. Nope. So the players so, have no way of even knowing that that's like unless they've read the they've read the DMG. Yeah, yeah, which a lot of players specifically by choice avoid the dmg on purpose because mm-hmm. they assume they're supposed to which i mean fair i can understand yeah, I, why you would think that <laughs> yeah Except for the magic even items though, <laughs> even, a lot of players though, won't even look at those really? even nah. though the book yeah. is that you're not supposed to really look at is the monster manual <laughs> yeah. yes the yes the monster yeah. manual is the one that you're supposed to like mostly avoid. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> that don't but don't, um don't don't but no i so i wish that they I wish that they used because in Waterdeep Dragon Heist they changed how the renown system kind of works and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. all the different guilds, and they make them tangible. They make them actually like cool, and they give you missions that are tied to each one of the factions, and you know it all res, you know revolves around the Waterdeep Dragon Heist adventure. But you can just take those and use them in your own game. What? And I know no. a lot of people don't use the Acquisitions Incorporated book, but that book also has a shit ton of good examples of like. Here, here, here's how to run a faction. I know they they make it more into like the office, like kind of haha funny guild thing. I don't think a lot of people know what that book's about. I know it's it's basically it was the Acquisitions Incorporated answer to the Strongholds and Followers book by MCDM. No, I know, but the funny thing is, is like I think the reason a lot of people don't and it has an adventure in it. Oh yeah, I think a lot of the reason a lot of people don't look at it is because they don't actually know what it's supposed to be for because. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking clue what the point of that supplement was. I didn't know if it was a setting or an adventure or like a what. I didn't realize it was like it's like a system, yeah. like a system book. It's a whole new system book where it's like you want. Do you want to make an adventuring guild or, you know, yeah. for your own players, your party? Do they want to build up their own kingdom? Do they want to get followers and NPCs? Basically, the strongholds and followers shit. But the oh, 5e like version corporate where it's business more like uh, yeah. flavoring. It's more, yeah, it's more of the, you know, the office kind of style humor where it's like, I'm a barbarian in a business suit. And you're like, wait a minute. The funny thing is about that, too, is I probably would have liked that book a lot if I actually knew what it was. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, that's I, like I, right I, I, about I, most books. Yeah. Because uh, remember, like, I grew up like, again, I love the Acquisitions Incorporated. It's how I got in 5e. So I kind of was like super gun ho about it. And then it's like the adventure in it is OK. It's have you mostly ever used like. It? Hmm? Have you ever used it? Uh, I used chunks of it in the three-year game, yeah. <laughs> like, I ran one of the advent... Like, I I did the thing where I took one of the parts of the adventure, threw it into my home game, and ran that, and it was great. It was a big fucking dwarven vault 
like heist and the players had to sneak in and it, it was crazy. It, it has such a nice map and they even used it in the show too. So it wasn't just like, oh, here's some shit from the adventure. It's like, here's something that I've seen being run and then they threw in the adventure and they changed up, changed it up a bit. And then I was able to take that and run it myself. And because I kind of like watched it before and saw how the original group played it, I could add in some of that stuff or I can like throw some like own load, like hee hee ha ha jokes. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, it, I mean, it's, you know, and, and the other thing, too, with the Acquisitions Incorporated book, it has a it's a lot of shit. It has new spells has an adventure, has a bunch of monsters, has a bunch of um, kind of like what they did in Tome of Foes, where they gave you these like abilities that you can throw on monsters that doesn't really aff- it just gives them cool new abilities and doesn't really affect CR. So DMs don't have to fucking worry about changing shit. I don't believe uh, that, but OK. Yeah, but and, and they're all there's no know, way to all... give a monster an ability and not affect the CR. But sure, I I know, but that's how they intend tactics. You know? Yeah. Every yeah. monster pack tactics. All of a sudden, much higher CR. <laughs> much higher CR if you give anything back. Give all your uh, bosses pack tactics. Dude, bro, you gave the Lich pack tactics? What are you doing? There's only, the Lich is the only thing here. Why does he have pack tactics? It's just fucking Vecna. He's just like, guess what? I'm not a Lich anymore. I'm a rogue. Stab, <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Vecna, <laughs> I'm with cunning what, what if Vecna just had a niff? <laughs> Rewards your players for good role play with. Yeah, I wasn't tactics. thinking mechanically on the long story short, guys. Yes. No, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know. It's all right. It's, it's okay, Matt. Well, now that now uh, that you've learned that that's the direction we're going, just reorganize yeah. every thought you had. All right, yep. all right. I, uh, kind of why I asked Josh first. Just take just a quick five, Matt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just just play some hold music. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just play the Jeopardy theme. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I will say I do have uh, I do have an example I do like. That's mm-hmm. not five E uh, for <gasps> the uh, mechanical like you know uh, you know the next question. Man, I can't can't imagine you talking about anything but five E. Right. I've played other games, wild. not a lot, but I have. Wild. <laughs> like I know, but it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could I could I could say it if you want. No, no, no. It's, let's. It's, let's... It's, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll just I'll just move on to the next question. Yeah, I was just saying. Let's right. say so, so, so we so so the question has been sort like sort of sort of brought up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So some games have these rewards built in, like yeah. you know, desperate rolls in Blades of the Dark. Um, technically, D and D has now a reward for rolling really well, uh, whether it's you know in combat or role playing. Um. You know, there's there's role playing experience and items mm-hmm. that you can give people or or, or you know tangible scores uh, to you know reward your players the ability to get more things or you know get something out of an organization or whatever as in other games. So, <clears throat> do you prefer when the game has the reward system built in mechanically and you know obviously? allow you to tweak it or would you rather the game encourage it like D does in some instances like the original uh inspiration rules i don't know why i forgot the word inspiration what do you mean by encourage so so how um D 
as the inspiration system, like not the not the playtest material. Right, the old the in, original five. The old the original five E inspiration system, where it kind of encourages players to do something specific, but it's rather not than mechanically. But specific. it's not it's not, not mechanically specific. It's not hey, you did something for this organization. Do X thing for Good Y job. reward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I greatly dislike the, uh, I, that, the old inspiration, or the, I guess it's still the current inspiration. It's, yeah, because it's not playtest. Yeah, yeah, so the, the current 5e implementation say. of inspiration, um, is a type of mechanic that, uh, I refer to in my brain as the DM goes, like, here's a cookie. Yep. <laughs> And, I believe I said that earlier too. Yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, here, here's some, here's some breadcrumbs to continue down the trail. That's that's what that mechanic, th- those mechanics are to me. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I hate that shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Any anything that involves GM handing a cookie for your like good behavior or whatever, uh, it cannot stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- which is I'm. Well, there's a variant rule that allows players to hand out the inspiration. I don't like that either. Um, that means the players have to remember. That means, well, it means the players have Someone to remember. Someone has to remember shit. But then, <laughs> but also, it me it just means that uh, you're just Everybody's changing it up. from the DM mm-hmm. hands out cookies to the players hand out cookies. Yeah. But it's still handing out cookies, and that's the thing I don't like. That's mm-hmm. my whole beef. That's my primary beef with Milestone is... Mm-hmm. The DM hands you the cookie when you have jumped through the arbitrary hoops that the DM has decided and set for you. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why I don't like Milestone, and I don't like it in other situations either. That's why I hate the old inspiration rules and have literally never once used them. I've always used modified inspiration rules. Um, and I also don't like it for XP because a lot of games have some variation on a rule that is something along the lines of did the player do good role play here's xp um Mm -hmm. and it's basically just the gm deciding what quote-unquote good role play is Mm -hmm. and then they give you the xp for that and i hate that (laughs) uh i i want it to be clear and tangible like i don't i don't particularly when you're talking about like Ward systems mm-hmm. XP especially but I think this applies to pretty much all of them mm-hmm. the players should be able to control and, and and maybe I shouldn't say control but the players should be able to decide and make decisions about how they get the reward and when they get the reward like they sh- it should be in the players hands because it's for the players I, th- I think the word that you were looking for is influence uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, influence, I guess, yeah, would be the sort of lighter word. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, now obviously there's places where it becomes a little, like, difficult. And obviously, at the end of the day, you're GMing the game. So you're yeah. essentially, you are essentially deciding everything once you really get down to the brass tacks. Mm-hmm. But the point, the, the way that you should do it Okay. Clear defined goals. Yeah. I mean, the way I think you should do it, let's go with that, Mm -hmm. uh, is, yeah, you should do it in the way that a video game gives you a quest. Mm -hmm. Right? 
So if I'm playing The Witcher and I get a, I pick up a contract to go kill, you know, to go kill a cockatrice. The game does not say to me, you must kill a cockatrice with Witcher signs. The game says to me, go kill the cockatrice. And I go, cool, I will kill it whichever fucking way I please. You told me the goal, but the methodology is on me. How I get about mm-hmm. there is up to me. What way I do it, what method, what weapons, what, but et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, video games differ a little because they're more tightly controlled than role-playing games by their very nature. But yes, if, you know, absolutely. I, obviously, right? But you should think about it in that way. Uh, a big thing a lot of people complain about when they're playing video games is... Anytime a game forces you to use a specific thing to complete a specific task, you will always hear players complain. And the sentence that will inevitably come out of their mouth is, I want to play the game I want. I want to play the game the way I want. Right? I mean, so if like, for example, you're playing a shooter and the game is like, you have to beat the mission with this gun. And then the gun is a gun that you hate. Then you Mm -hmm. get annoyed. and You're like, why aren't you just letting me use the gun that I like? I think right. a good example is also the original version of DMC Devil May Cry with the two enemy types where if you try to hit oh, yeah. them with anything uh-huh. but their particular weapon. colored weapon, uh-huh. you bounce off of them yeah. and you basically do no damage. So They did kind of fix that sure. in their updated <laughs> version where you don't bounce off, but you do significantly less damage. Yeah. But- Though the, the problem with DMC is is that, you know, the game those games are usually about flow and the second that you have to use specific one thing, it breaks the flow or two weapons you break your own flow yeah. especially if you hate those weapons anyway, yeah, which is the whole thing right is i don't want to have to use the thing i don't like mm-hmm. so i basically when uh, when you're dealing with player rewards i think it should be much the same objective right so uh a great example going back to blades in the dark uh if we go back to the cutter and the mm-hmm. things that the cutter gets reward for, you you address a challenge with violence or coercion. It doesn't say you shoot a man. It doesn't say you aggressively stab someone. It doesn't say you address a problem with a knife, mm-hmm. right? It says violence yep. and coercion. It says this is the goal. Violence means whatever you want. <laughs> it is spe- it is both specific and vague. Yeah, it's vague open in enough, the method. Yeah, in method, but specific in goal. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's basically how I want Mm -hmm. any kind of player, like player reward stuff, Mm -hmm. any kind of mechanical rewards, which is why I really liked the inspiration rules on the one D&D playtest, because it's Mm -hmm. very clear. It says, player, you get inspiration when you roll a 20 or a one, if you're, you know, whichever version you're using. When you Mm -hmm. roll a 20, you get inspiration. So what that the thing that I the reason that I like that just to sort of extrapolate thought further is for me, if I'm a player and I know, okay, I get an inspiration point when I roll a 20. I know I'm going to get a 20 roughly 5% of the time, right? I know if we have a session where we're going to be doing a bunch of combats, I'm much more likely to get more inspiration points. So if we're having a session where we're going through a dungeon crawl, I'm going to burn my inspiration more freely because I know I'm going to get more 20s mm-hmm. or I'm more likely to get more 20s. Obviously, it's not guaranteed. But I'm more likely to get more 20s because that is all concrete. The GM cannot influence that in any way. 
as opposed to the current inspiration rules of 5e, which is what ends up happening. And this is true. I've watched this happen in multiple games, multiple, multiple actual plays. Players don't mm -hmm. spend their inspiration because they don't know when they're going to get it because it's up to mm -hmm. the GM to hand you the cookie when they feel like it or they remember for that matter. Right. I mean, that's the other problem, too, is the GM has to remember to give you the cookie or the fact that they even have the cookies or that they even baked them this morning. What if they didn't bring them to the session? I don't know why I'm on this cookie how, thing. <laughs> how, how fucking dare they not right? bring cookies to goddamn session? <laughs> like, you, if you expect just... me to go through four plus hours of D&D &D with no cookies? Yeah. Like, well, like, you know, imagine, right? Oh, a player tabletop has... game you play. <sighs> Remember, like, a, a player has a really cool moment or whatever in the game, right? And then at the and then you finish session or whatever. And then the GM sits out and goes, oh, sorry, Fred. I, I, I probably should have given you inspiration for the scene where you killed the Lich. Those those. That's pretty dope. I uh, I, t I completely yeah. forgot. Um, I guess you can have inspiration network next week. At which point Fred goes, I could have used that inspiration before. And he's like, yeah, I know. I forgot. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or Fred already has inspiration. Fred so he just sits there. Because he was horny. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Who, who wants my inspiration? Because uh -huh. now he's got to give it away. You know? Yeah. It, it's I want to be able to know if it's a tangible thing that I'm getting as a player. I need to mm -hmm. know that it is a tangible and obvious way for it to be fired. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much the give or take of the thing, which is why which is why I say there are ways you can do good milestone rewards because mm -hmm. there are ways to make your milestones very clear and tangible. They make it very clear that the quest is going to reward you with something very, very good for you, smiley face. I mean, shit, you could you could have a milestone system where every X number of sessions you level up, like every two sessions guaranteed. Even that, yeah. You know, not that I would recommend that necessarily, but you could. <laughs> Maybe every three sessions. I mean, what? Yeah, like I'm just like, I probably wouldn't. I don't like doing things on like every X amount of sessions. But I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to do that, that is a milestone system you could do. And that would annoy me less because at least I know for a fact, all right, session three, I get the level up regardless of what I do or how I fuck up. No, the other thing, too, with the like, here's XP for your good role play or here's any kind of reward for your quote unquote good role play is it punishes quieter players yeah. mm -hmm. unintentionally, usually. But, you know, it does. Yeah, it is. It is a shame when a mechanic is very biased towards players towards that people are like me. more active <laughs> or biased towards players that the DM clearly like favors in some way or like even uh, yeah, if yeah. it's just their character <laughs> specifically the like, <laughs> or, or or just the DM is more interested in, in that their character, character story yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. like it, it can just end up being that way yep. which is you know unfortunate and, and sometimes yeah, it yeah. can leave other players feeling you know yeah that's always a problem though Unfortunately, yeah. okay, actually, something you can just resolve. When it comes to like milestone, Josh, how did hmm. you feel in like Descent to Avernus, where you didn't oh, really hate, know? Hated it. You hated it. I hated it. I put up with it because it was what we all agreed to do, and I wasn't gonna like harangue Sam about it because I wanted to play the adventure. But I hated not knowing mm -hmm. when the milestone was gonna hit, and I distinctly remember. I think we've talked about this before, but I also distinctly remember several points of the adventure where I thought we were going to get a milestone and then we didn't. Mm. Like, I remember there were several parts where I was like, oh, this is definitely level up worthy. And then Sam was like, no, you don't get a level up. I was like, okay. You know, 
And that's annoying because it's like, oh, my interpretation of level up worthy is different from the person who wrote the adventure. Yeah. Like I think yeah. I think when we when we completed the um the like bramble patch dungeon. I, so you want to know the reason why you didn't get a, a, a we didn't a there right that? yeah you want to know why why because you had already received that level up because that was extra content oh okay see but were, we don't you guys, don't know that <laughs> right so okay well what I mean is that like okay so there's I see what you're so in Avernus there there are the two paths right, quote right, unquote right, you right. can take if you've already done part of a path and you've gotten up to that level and you're doing milestone you're not going to get you the level get up for doing right. the, you're, you're not you're not going to go to the level five zone after getting to level eight right. and then get a level but, up for doing level five zone see because i it, thought it, it makes more sense if the adventure is very straightforward right the which problem it is isn't. it isn't because well, it has the two paths and, quote unquote. and also, i didn't think the bramble patch was because that was like it was a fetch quest going to another fetch quest going to another fetch quest like it was back to back, like it you was, had to do the thing and then backtrack. So the, I thought when we did the all the backtracking and then we went back to the Zappy Tower with the unicorn and the the genie, then the genie. we would level up. Which I don't remember if we did or didn't. I don't remember. Remember it was the the, the, the it was unicorn. The you got to level up after unicorn. finishing yeah. the, the stuff. Yeah, but but yeah. here's my thing. I, yes, Matt, I see what you're saying. I thought the bramble patch was going to be a level up because it was a dungeon and we hadn't done any dungeon stuff very much up into that point. Like we had, we hadn't done one in a while. So I was like, oh, the next big dungeon is the bramble patch and you get a level up for doing the next big dungeon. Like that was my logic. But this is the problem. Mm-hmm. The fact that we had two different mindsets about it is is uh, is showcasing what uh, the issue I have with that style of milestone XP. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you are about, literally uh, showing what my it. issue is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Or not you are we by the fact that we both we both had a different idea is showing it sorry that sounded like i was accusing you that wasn't what i meant <laughs> okay it's fine just you know just get over it it's fine just you know don't think don't just get over it, it for right, listen. Yeah, just, 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 like, <laughs> i'm listening <laughs> yeah so you know and, and like i said i i'm not gonna it is not the sort of thing that i'm going to like say fuck it i'm not gonna play over but if if i'm thinking about it from the standpoint of either I'm a designer making a game or I'm someone looking at a game considering if I want to buy it. If I look and your only or your primary method or like a method of like XP reward is milestone, you know, when you get to a quote unquote big story arc, I'm going to be less inclined to pay money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I understand the arguments for it, by the way, I just... Uh, I guess the 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 cons outweigh the pros for me. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, because I mean, uh, to be honest, like, because I'm I'm the opposite. But most of my players, they want to know, and that's why when I did the strict saving thing, I just told them when they would like. I'm like, all right, so here's like the XP, here's the level up roadmap. You guys do the first year, you you get to level four. You do the second year of school, you get to level six. You know, third year school, you get to level eight. Basically, like, you know, you they level up twice every school year. Yeah, which... And they were like, oh, okay. They're like, all right. So that's... And then they're happy because they know. They're like, all right. So I'll hit level, you know, I'll hit level six. And then my build will be, you know, unlocked at the second year of school. I'm like, all right. Sure. You know, and that, that helps. But there's still the problem of being like, oh, I think we should get a level up for X, Y, and Z thing, but the game doesn't. Like, there's, you know, it helps yeah. to know, but also the other problem too is 
you're not supposed to tell your players, right? The way they assume you're going to play the game is more organically, where the players just level up when it happens. You're not supposed to, right. like, pre-inform them. No, which is, again, that's why I'm like, I, I kind of like that. I like the, or, you know, you know, the story driven or the organic leveling where you don't know. But again, there are a lot of people like, you know, you, my but players, you don't know, but they don't like that. They, <laughs> they are like, I want to know when the fuck I'm leveling. Yeah, I want to know when I'm leveling so I can plan ahead. You know, I want to like. Yeah, exactly. Which I get. And then again, that's why I think it's fun. Like you were saying, it's funny. There's like two different like thought processes with this. Because like I'm the opposite. I'm like, I don't want to fucking know. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, if I do something do you, cool, I level up. That's fine. If I do, do something cool, like, I don't. Do you not like look at your XP bar when you play RPGs? Like in video no. games? No. Because I treat them differently. I treat video games and, and tabletop games differently. This is the other thing that like I like whenever you talk about this stuff, I I really for some reason don't like treating D D tabletop games like the video game. Like when I no, think no, about no, no. like reading count like Cyberpunk and then mm -hmm. playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, I get two different like thought processes with that. I'm not same thing happens with D and D. I'm not like, saying other, they like, should RPGs. be treated the same. I'm I'm aware they're different mediums. I'm not saying treat them the same. I'm just saying you can use lessons from one. And apply them to the other like you, oh, you can, can learn you from can. them and apply them in both directions but i don't think it goes with like love line like i i you know um, i disagree with that you know the crpg community would disagree with yes. you yes yes they would <laughs> yes they would <laughs> uh, considering they are just tabletop games translated over into a virtual space Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I need to I need to ask this. I need to understand how, mm. how Matt plays video games now. So Matt, are you telling me if you're playing an RPG, a, a video game RPG, right? If you're playing Cyberpunk or you're playing Baldur's Gate or et cetera, et cetera, you don't look at your XP bar and say, okay, how close am I to a level up? Should I do this next side quest or should I continue the make? Like, do you not do that? Do not um, like look at where you're about to level and what you're going to get next for your next level and all that do you it depends on the game it depends if, if if i'm doing the story mode i don't give a shit i don't give a shit what level i am well let's if assume i'm like it's doing an open side quest because i need money well let's or... assume it's an open world situation like cyberpunk so you can decide when you're doing the main story um not really because mostly with cyberpunk it's all about trying to get that fucking money i'm right, trying to sam. get the money so i can buy the stupid sam, gun sam does that blow your mind as much as it blows mine <laughs> I listen a little you know, bit. It sounds like you guys aren't I, having uh, as much fun playing video games as I am. I no, don't, that's I don't the fun. Like, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's no. what I'm saying. Part of the fun is looking at that XP bar and knowing, okay, I'm about to level up. What do I want to get next? That's part of the fun. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest. Um, when I, when I play, depending on the game, of course. Like when I play Fire Emblem, a lot of the time, my entire goal is just to level people up. Mm -hmm. Like I, that's, that's kind of, kind of the point, quote unquote. But like, <laughs> yeah, well, if it, well, like, like Pokemon. Like that, I understand with Pokemon because, like, you want to get the stronger mon, so you want to level up your Pokemon so they evolve and all that shit. That I get. I don't know why with an RPG for some reason I don't. You, you know, I just hey, don't care. Hey Matt. Yeah, I know Pokemon's like yeah, I know. Pokemon I know. is an RPG. <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. Like I like right. some. Yeah, like, you mean a game with RPG elements like leveling sure. and stat distribution? Because sure. Because I don't care about like I know this. I hate grinding minds. for leveling up. I you know it's well, fucking. I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about grinding. That's yeah. That's a little different. I'm just saying, just general XP curve. You know, you know, you know, you know, getting money in in Cyberpunk is it's, grinding. It, it, I mean, it is yes. rising grind. I mean, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm, but, but I'm doing multiple things. Like it's like, yeah, sure. I'm 
I'm fighting people, so I'm gaining XP on the side, mm -hmm. but I'm also getting money. I'm getting like mm -hmm. all the little gadgets and mm -hmm. shit so I can fucking yeah. craft shit. And you like, don't want to apply any of that to a tabletop game? Not really, no. Like, not like XP bars or. See, but. Matt, you, you do know that having. I mean, like, you know, if you're using Milestone, you don't technically have an XP bar. But, right, like, Matt, if you use an XP system, it is just an XP bar. It's just numer a numerical instead of bar. Representation. I guess. I mean, that's not an I guess. That's 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 literally I mean, how I don't it works. see it that way, but all right. <laughs> I I hey Matt, let's see. I, I this, okay. This, this is very strange to me. I don't. Okay. I, I, I don't understand know. Okay. that you don't I'm see not, it that way. It sounds like you guys aren't you know having fun in your role playing games. You just need to I, I'm, shut I'm the brain honest, off a little Matt, bit. Maybe I I, just... I I do absolutely despise uh, a lot of open world games because they this feel exactly the same to me. This is true. I, I do. I like. I think the ones that I've had the most fun in are completely different from their years. Okay, I guess I should say. So I, I'm not mostly okay. because I think RPG elements are actually a little overdone in video uh, games. They absolutely and they are. Just yes. they just kind mm -hmm. of added like the Diablo style loot system in video games. I think it's got a little out of stop. hand. I oh, think it's it like you know, you have blue tier, purple think, tier, yes, gold yeah, tier, I, all that I, shit. I, yeah. I think we need to go back to the original Legend of Zelda system, where if you got a weapon upgrade, you got it. Good job. <laughs> so okay, I want to, I want to, I want to ask Matt something because I, I feel like, I feel like I've unlocked a new understanding about him that I, I now I need to know more. And I'm not. I, this is not me judging. I just, I'm, I'm curious at this point. Okay. So let's assume you're not DMing. You're a player. Okay, you're playing a new game. Mm -hmm. Any any new tabletop game doesn't matter. Sure. If are you you you're reading through, and what what you're saying is, if the uh if the advancement because some game some tabletop games don't even use levels, which is like kind of a separate thing. But yeah, so advancement mm -hmm. we'll say Star Wars uses fucking talent trees. Yeah, system. it doesn't use levels for example. Um, so if the oh. advancement of the game. You go to that section and it says you advance when the GM decides you have hit like a big story beat or the GM decides you have done something notable enough to earn an advancement. You see that and that is the ideal scenario for you? That's Josh, what you, you want in the game? Have, have you ever watched an episode of Critical Role, bud? Oh, why? There you go. Like they do this shit, that shit all the time. Well, I mean... No, they don't. In campaign one, Matt Mercer kept track of no, XP. No, I'm not saying campaign one. I'm saying they do that. They did that campaign two. They do it in campaign three. Okay, sure. The new norm. It's a thing I'm not Matt asking has about said role. multiple times. He's been like, God, I wish I did this in campaign I'm one. I'm not asking about Critical Role. I'm asking I'm, about no, you. I'm saying as an example, that's a thing that most people want. I'm not asking about D &D, other people. I, I just want to know for you. I'm only yes, asking me. You. Yes. Yeah. So yes. So you want the GM to hand you out your level up whenever they decide. Yeah, if, if if it's a if it's the right moment, whether it's a story moment, whether it's a big fight, like I don't, it's weird because I don't think, uh, like again, we're like we're two different thought processes in this. I don't think about stuff. It's like God, I hope I level up now. It's like I I I, I hate saying this because I know like a couple of my players do this too, but like I don't like the idea of like looking ahead and building my character and all that stuff and working backwards. I want the game to go on and whatever happens to my character happens kind of like fucking what happened with Vax in campaign one where he wasn't fucking planning on going paladin 
Yeah, well, no. That's no thought to do that. And then because of story shit, it happened. Sure. And I'm not I'm not against that. I'm just. It sounds like you, I mean, I can't I can't. There is no there is no common ground. I, I cannot uh, reconcile with this, but it sounds like you're almost you don't. You're sort of taking the game out of tabletop games like you don't think of them in game terms as much. Is, is uh, I, not as a I role guess, player versus uh, a gamer. Y- yeah, like you're not thinking yeah, about them as games so much as you're thinking about them as like role playing a s- story experience. Like you don't. I don't um, want to say don't. Yeah, I, I don't want to say you don't care, but you're less invested in the mechanics. Like a game can have shitty mechanics, and you can like put up with it. Yeah. If it, yeah. Yeah. See, this is this is this is it, all right. But like, I enjoy like you know, I enjoy okay. combat. We've learned no, no. <laughs> this is this is this is uh, yeah, sure. I mean, specifics of of like individual things, but we've learned. I feel like I've had a revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Matt just we sit on opposite sides of the table. There's no middle. Um, I'm I'm glad that you finally had this realization. I guess no, like, it's, it, I, I see like, like I mean I knew it, but now now I get what now now we've put it into words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt cares about the R and the P. I care more about the G. Mm-hmm. I see. Don't okay. forget about the and one G. That's that's the most I can't, I can't believe. I can't believe Matt cares about P more than Josh the big, does. The big yeah. P. Yeah, the big P. The big P. <laughs> okay. Okay. That uh, was a little bit of know, a that was a little bit of a derailment, but an interesting discovery nonetheless. Uh, I, I mean, it, I mean, it, it definitely um, it was kind of in line with the question due to the fact that it had to do with the mechanics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt's uh, answer is basically well, I, don't I just this- don't care. Well, I don't know if my example is going to count then. But no, I don't. Like, it, Matt's answer isn't I don't care, but he's definitely he's not as like he's invested about the mechanical invested. design the way I am. No, not really. Yeah. Now, okay, uh, Sam, um, where do you fall on that? I'm kind of in between, honestly. Like, I don't hate role uh, like role play experience. I don't hate milestone experience. Um, but I do like having some mechanical knowledge of it like happening like using the video game example again i do like to know when something is going to occur um although uh so okay so there's a game that i played recently ghostwire tokyo um Uh on its hardest difficulty you don't gain levels you just don't uh okay so you have to go and do specific objectives to gain levels and gain points to put into your skills so, oh, you, so don't, you don't get like XP, you just get skill points on, on the hardest difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you 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 will just get skill points by doing specific things. Okay. Versus getting skill points because you're leveling and you're doing the specific uh-huh. things. So like a lower difficulty is do both. Okay. Um, I'll be honest, having to do a specific thing to get a level or in, in this case a skill point, in a video game, uh, unless it is specifically story driven is really annoying uh-huh yeah like it's kind of like achievements I, which i also I don't even hate it i don't like I, achievements I either <laughs> i know you don't i i like developers being like hey here's this silly little challenge it literally means nothing we just thought of it go do it yeah like usually that's how i treat achievements it's just the developer going hey we thought of this silly little thing you could go do it yeah if you which want is to. why that which is why they don't bother me like that much because they are just that basically 
Yep. But like when the mechanic is, you know, like it's weird that I say that Milestone doesn't bother me that much when this particular instance does. Um, you know, having to go out and do something for specific skill, like to get skills. At least in this game, it's like you kind of want to have as many skill points as possible because, you know, it's your health, it's your abilities, it's how well you're doing in combat, etc. Um, it's just really, really annoying when everything that's tied to this, you you can't even upgrade because the, the game says, oh, well, no. Mm. Um, but like in, in tabletop where it's like, I don't know when this is going to happen. Um, I know we have to do something specific that the DM has in mind. Uh, and it, you know he may bait it with a big fucking hook because they usually do with milestone unless I mean, it's like yeah. a pre-written adventure. Uh, I, 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 you know it, it it's kind of whatever to me because I'm just there to play the game, at least in tabletop RPGs. Um, but when it comes to a video game, I fucking hate that because mm. it's like, bro, I'm alone, and I might know the objective, and it might just be really annoying or some stupid thing. So I'd rather just, you know, have a traditional experience system with that. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that goes back to the having the uh the open-ended on the methodology part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, d I actually do have an example. I don't know if this counts, but um it is more of a mechanical thing from Call of Cthulhu. Or oh. like every time you use a skill in a session, at the end of the session you roll and I don't remember if it's like if you I think you roll a d6 and if you get a six, that skill increases by like a plus one or whatever. Uh -huh. So as the more you use skills in the game, you get better at them over time. Or you can get better at them over time. Yeah, I like that. I think that's uh, I think that's kind of cool. Burning wheel has a similar mm -hmm. little more little more intricate but similar idea. Basically, you have to use use skills to get better at mm -hmm. them. Mm. Yeah, it's it. And, you know, having having that kind of, oh, you have to do a specific thing to do like it, it, again, in a tabletop is a lot different than, hey, um, I need you to go collect uh, 50 cats 50 from the cat axes. island so that I can give you this one skill point. Thanks. It's like that one Viva La Dirt fucking video where it's just like, I need you to pick 45 berries in the volcanic ash. Yes. And he's like I, throwing I, a I, random like dart on a yes. map. He's like rolling, like <laughs> picking like dice. words yeah, out of I a know. hat. <laughs> like, I know what exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I recently watched that skit. Um, yeah, I love that channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I, I think I have, I think I have a, I think I have a good grasp. I thought the internet just people. shit the bed for a second. From the no, 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 like, what happened? I'm like, oh, one thought was connecting to the next. Okay, okay. Um, the neurons I, were I, activating. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to take them back. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, listen, I, I feel like we've answered this question, especially from Josh's perspective. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to ask Matt. Matt, <laughs> how do you feel about getting rewarded for role play and combat and whatever the hell you do in a game from whatever a player's perspective? Uh, I think it's good. I think, you know, I think, I think it's real good. Thank <laughs> <laughs> thank, you. You're thanks. welcome. That's, that's my TED talk. See, no, um, no, honestly, I do. Like, <laughs> I, I can't tell if cool. he's shitposting uh, or not. No, I am shitposting. Yeah. Really came no, out I think it, um, cool. it's, again, I might be, 
I might be the weird one because I kind of like a good mix of like being, mm -hmm. you know, you do like you can get reward for combat. You know, even if it's something small, it could be gold. It could be like learning a new thing about the monster we just fought, whatever, you know, role play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same thing. Even if it's like a cool interaction, it doesn't have to be like a like again, I don't care if it's like a tangible thing, even if it's like the, the tiniest little like, you know, reward. I'm mm -hmm. fine. You know, I'm happy. Okay. Okay. Right. A another question. So you like the you like the you like the small serotonin boost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Serotonin. Anytime you do something. Yeah. Another Anytime, question yeah. has now formed in my brain though. Mm. And and what's that? This is a this is a specific Matt question. Ah. Uh, what's on what's on Professor Glass? Matt, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about you. This is this <laughs> is Professor good. This is good. We're taking this this episode is actually just learning about Matt. Yeah, yeah. About me, also, yeah. side note, I just just before I ask, I just want to be clear. I'm not saying I'm like anti role playing or anything. It may, it might come off that you I heard it here first, folks. He's anti role playing. Get like, him because it might come off. Like I can understand the DD police. Someone could be listening, right? And it might come off that I'm like I don't give a shit about the role playing part of the role playing game. No, if that were the case, I would just play board games. I do give a shit about the story and the role playing part. That's not me. Like I, I'm not like against that. Yeah. Just specifically when we're talking about, I just really like mechanic. I really what it comes down to is I just really like game design. Mm -hmm. And I get excited and interested when I see the cool mechanical game design. The game is really mm -hmm. what a lot of that is. Um, yeah. But so, okay, Matt. So let's. So in our in our in our in our hypothetical. I, I mean, I guess it's not even hypothetical. In our five E game, where the play, where the GM has decided to, you know, actually no. Let me no. Let me rephrase this. All right. Okay. Wind it back. It, let's say mm -hmm. so. The you're you're playing, and the GM has decided. Uh, you will be rewarded for role playing. The GM will give you XP when you do, you know, quote unquote, like good role play or something cool, etc. Right? Okay. And then something happens in the game where you do something that you thought was super dope, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get such fat XP at the end of this session. That was super fucking cool." And then the end of the session comes around. And the, you say to the GM, "So how much XP do I get for that thing I did?" And the GM says, "Oh no, I'm not giving you XP for that." I, I don't think that was a good role play. Hmm. What, what is what is your response in that scenario? Because that is like, for me at least, that is the ultimate, uh, like, uh, that's the ultimate bad scenario when you're talking about yeah. handing out XP for role play and it's up to the GM yeah, which, what the role play which is. Which is why I don't like handing out XP for role playing. <laughs> well, Milestones is kind of the same idea. Uh, well, there's a difference between role playing and leveling. I think leveling it's a little easier role playing it's it's like huh? like you you even said worst case scenario that's based on the dungeon master's preference i, I think he's My, talking about using experience as a leveling system yeah, versus no no no, milestone. I, no, no, yeah. no 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 what i'm saying is because you you said before matt that your ideal game <laughs> the gm just decides when you level basically that was what yeah. you said right yeah so what yeah, i'm saying is stuff, yeah you something happens in the game and you get excited you're like oh we're definitely going to get xp or we're definitely going to get a level up for this thing that just happened or this thing that my character did and then the gm says no i'm not rewarding you for that like yeah, how do that, you reconcile that scenario yeah no in that situation i'd feel bad but i don't you like like remember the thing you said with the bramble uh not the bramble patch the bone fucking the bramble, bramble patch called? the bramble patch yeah, yeah it was a bramble patch like yeah, like I don't know. I don't have that 
like unless it's something like crazy big like you just killed the dragon i don't think about it like i don't think like oh this is definitely an xp like moment like i don't think this is a level up moment so you're saying you don't run into that problem because you don't even you don't even no it doesn't thought it. doesn't cross just, my mind you just unless don't even like, consider it no not unless it's something like again something fucking super major so happens, <laughs> like you just killed a fucking track so basically xp isn't even in your brain until the gm says the words xp <laughs> That, sure. Is that kind of like, I mean, I'm being a little hyper. Guess, yeah. I'm being slightly hyperbolic, but like, it's kind of. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. All right. I. Interesting. Okay. That's very strange. Yeah, because I, right. I, I, I just, I just so much do not like XP as a system. It's so, uh, such a fucking age old fucking thing from, I, you know, back in the olden D&D times. I think you have your brain maybe a little too tied to like the specific way D&D does XP. Probably. Like, so many games do what you would call XP in such a more elegant and interesting way, and it it almost doesn't even really feel like XP. But yeah, but Josh, those games no. aren't as popular, so it doesn't matter. Um, I, you know, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I I'm not. Kidding. I, I, I true. That's bait. That's bait. Uh, <laughs> that's I'm, bait. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't actually. What's yeah, no, the D&D, the D&D XP system is actually, yeah, no, uh, yeah, probably, it is probably, it is mostly probably just because of how I know D&D's XP system to be. I've tried it, very much didn't like it, immediately well, like, switched the milestone, was easier. So even, Other systems might do it better, what but if, I'm just also on, I'm, you know, I don't want to be like the I'm setting my ways person, but like, well, you are a little milestone bit. is just, I feel like it's just easier. It's just so much easier as a dungeon master. It's one thing. Milestone is definitely easier as a dungeon master. Yes. Yeah. That, that's yeah. not that. that as that's a player, not the, point, the no. question I, isn't again. the yeah. The question isn't the ease it, so much. It's, it's it's not the ease. It's it's what you enjoy and not necessarily to use, but to be given. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the difference here is that you know you you don't like to think about experience. So. Which is you know, still having milestone, crazy to me. <laughs> which is given to you. It, it's fine. You know, that's that's just the way that you enjoy to do it because it's not something that you have to constantly think about. It's, it's not low worried stress. about it. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. low stress. There we go. So, um, but then my question, I, I, like, I, I understand where that comes from, Matt. Like, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hardcore one way or the other because I think that they both have uses and I think that both are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, like and sometimes you know I, I don't want to think about experience because you know <laughs> at, at certain points you know uh, it does and this is the question that I I, I asked uh, I, I know you looked at it Matt yeah um, like sometimes it does affect the way that you play the game um, yeah all right hold on hold on pause that thought because I, I just I'm just I just I just want to throw a quick hypothetical out here so Matt because <laughs> you mentioned the Call of Cthulhu thing right. So that's that's that type of mechanic where it's like, oh, the skill gets better when you use it. That's essentially still XP. It's just XP hidden, right? Like you're just adding a level of obfuscation to the XP skill experience. But it's sure, still and the forest is also a dungeon because everything is a right. Dungeon. Exactly. No, it's no. It literally though. <laughs> no, literally, Matt. It's the same idea. I know. Yes. I know it is. I know. So, but what I want to say when, is, hold on, yeah. hold on. Let me. I just want to ask. So. Okay. Let's say, I don't know how the fuck this would work, but let's just assume in a hypothetical universe. Let's mm-hmm. say D&D used the Call of Cthulhu skill system yeah. as its form of improvement. That's why we should really be using the word improvement. That's really the more universal word. But anyway, right? would you be into that? 
I think it'd be cool. Okay. So you really, so you, you have beef with the traditional style of XP. It seems yeah. like. It seems like, yeah, yeah. Right, like the very traditional, go into the dungeon, kill the monsters, and or get the, or in old old D and D, get the loot to get XP. You have beef with that old system. Mm. Okay, interesting. Okay, that I understand a bit more. That that I get because I will say, if I'm playing in our, if I'm looking at a new RPG, and the only way to get XP is like when you fight a monster, you get XP. I'm definitely not super excited about that. But most RPGs actually don't do that. Most RPGs actually have some pretty interesting ways of rewarding or rewarding mm. improvement points, I should say. Okay. Usually, or, or skill points. Skill, yeah. Improvement. Um, That's why improvement's yeah. a good generic word. Yeah. Um, All right, so Sam, where were you going? Because I, I was just, I had to. I, I, so, <laughs> so, uh, so the, the question really was Influencing do you enjoy. Play. Get getting rewarded or like playing the character or playing to the system, uh-huh. or do you think that playing that way is literally only influenced by the system being like, hey, you get rewarded for this? Like, so for instance, you know, um, let's say that I'm going to use the Sunday game for an example. Uh-huh. You know, Sunday game. You know, we we have bonds, flaws, whatever. You know, dictated by. D&D backgrounds um, and we get experience for role playing to those flaws bonds whatever that definitely has a like an influence on how we play our characters and it's how we've written our characters because you know bonds and flaws uh, those are character specific traits yes. you know but they they do influence us to play that specific way so other games have different systems um, and they definitely, you know, make players do certain things. And and shoot, shoot, actually, here's here's a little thought for that. Um, if you have not used a you get experience for role playing system before, but other people in your party have, and that's like the main way that you're getting experience. Sometimes you leave people in the dust because they're uh-huh. not sure as to how to uh-huh. how to use that system. Yeah. So it can deeply affect the way that the game is played. Um, um, yeah, that's that is why I think it's good to have multiple avenues. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I, I absolutely agree. So, um, all right. I have kind of a long. I had. I've kind of what a mm-hmm. surprise. I have a long-winded answer. So, Matt, you want to go ahead? Have a thought. Or do you want to? No. Let no, me. head empty. Head empty? Understandable. Are you shitposting or are you being serious? No, you go for it. Go for it, man. So, yeah. So the idea of, I mean, this is my big thing. This is like the crux of when you say this is what my game is about, the way you hand out reward or improvement is what your game is about. Right. So I've, I've made this joke before, but you're playing a game about bank robbers and the game does not reward you for robbing banks and instead reward you for hanging out with cops. Your game is not about bank robbing. Right. So, yeah, I think the idea that the um, 
XP rewards influence the style of play, I think is not only a good idea, but like kind of a mandatory thing if you want to make your game really work, you know? Because most people, you know, when they set out to make a game, they're trying to generally make a game about a specific thing or about a specific tone. So when you're trying to figure out how to reinforce the tone of your game, the way you reward the way the players are rewarded is what will give that reinforcement. So in old D&D, you know, second edition, uh, the, the point of the game was to go in dungeons and get loot. How did the game enforce that or reinforce that? You got XP for getting loot. That was how you advanced. Every every gold was worth a point of XP or whatever. I, I don't know if it was exactly that, but that was, you know, the gist is gold gave you XP. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's a, basically, I think it's a good thing if your XP system is influencing your players in a specific direction, uh, that is with the tone of the game. I think that's a good thing. I think that's, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the problem of some players getting like left in the dust or whatever I think there's no perfect way to solve this because at the end of the day, it's a role-playing game. You have to interact a certain amount. So if you have a player who sits down at the table and just never says anything, no amount of game mechanics is going to fix that. You know, like, yep. you have to interact a certain amount. But you can mitigate that by making sure that it's not only one style of play that gets rewarded. And I wanted to, and it's it's <laughs> serendipitous that we brought this up because Cyberpunk Red actually mm -hmm. has a pretty interesting idea about this. I'm I I, I waffle back and forth uh, on on how I feel about it, like how much I like it or don't like it, because it is uh, it is a little bit of the GM hands you a cookie kind of. Mm -hmm. um, so the first thing is in Cyberpunk Red, because it's a cyberpunk game, you complete a, a mission, you do a run, you get XP, which is very standard, makes sense, right? And the whole party gets that XP. So you complete a run, the whole party gets 30 XP. That makes sense. That's very cyberpunkian, right? Checks out. But the other thing is you can get what's called play style based improvement. And I think this is interesting. So what this game, so what the game says is, uh, uh actually, I'll just read this verbatim. Unlike mm -hmm. other tabletop games, Cyberpunk, I don't like that phrase, but <laughs> Cyberpunk Red uses a system called playstyle improvement. This is a type of improvement that allows the GM to reward each player based on their preferred type of gameplay and their level of participation in that gameplay. Uh, the, the so the types of gameplay you have warriors socializers explorers and role players so if you have a warrior player that basically means as you might imagine combat oriented player who likes to engage in tests of skill against the adversaries uh, a socializer player is a social oriented player that's all about the overall game experience. They like to tell jokes, record stories, contribute ways that are not directly within the game. In and out of the game, they tend to take supportive roles. Explorers 
exploration-oriented players that like to find new things in the world. They like to make friends and alliances and new places and things to experience. Uh, they also love to solve non-combat-related puzzles and mysteries. Sam, this is basically how you're playing Leah, the explorer mm-hmm. one. Yep. And then role players, which is roleplay-oriented players that like to concentrate on playing their character as accurately as possible. Uh, they enjoy structuring elaborate backgrounds, often including personal props and pictures, and diaries. They enjoy acting out important scenes with speeches or elaborate descriptions. This is an interesting idea because the player gets to say, this is the type of player I am. I would like to be rewarded for the type of player I am. And they predetermine that ahead of time before they start, they pick one of the four and then you as the GM hand out the XP to them when they sort of act out one of the like prompts within one of those four options. Now, like I said, there's still a little bit of the GM giving you a cookie in there, right? Because the GM gets to decide if you hit your thing or not. Mm. Um, I will say a really easy fix for this and a fix that I personally really like uh, is just let the players vote. Right? So if you have four players, one player is the one who is asking, uh, did I get XP? The other three players vote to agree on whether that player got XP or not. That's a really easy way to make it a group thing and to sort of take the GM's hands off of it. I think that's a good option. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the other option, and some people might think this is crazy, but this is technically how Blades in the Dark works. Rules is written. The player decides for themselves whether they got XP or not. And uh, some people don't. Some people hear that and think that's a bonkers idea. Um, but it can work depending on your group. Like, because you'll have the honest player who will actually. You'll have the people who the per, the person that doesn't give themselves enough XP because mm-hmm. they don't want it to mm-hmm. seem like they're cheating. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have the complete opposite who a guy will just like take two steps and be like, "Oh, I got XP, guys! All right, so, I, just, I I did my uh, exploratory and just fucking." So that, that so that is a. That is exactly why I mentioned earlier when you have a player who has never used a system like this, you run into the same problem Yeah, mm. where they're not sure what they should be rewarded for, so they don't ask. Yeah. I will say... Um, uh, a very clear example of this is me and Isaiah have characters that gain experience like crazy because we play our characters a very specific way and almost always get experience every session. Mm. Whereas before or we reached the point where we're at now, the other two players did not do that because they weren't sure as to how to approach the system. Yeah. It's logged mm-hmm. behind a little bit. Although not that much, but a bit. Uh, like I mean, at one point it got to nearly two levels. It got close, yeah. Oh, Jesus. It got close. Not yeah. quite, but it got close. Um, it was very close to two levels. I think I was a thousand experience off of a level. Yeah. By the time they hit a level, so, like the same level. I will. So I will say this about that whole thing. Um, for one, uh, one thing that's good is Cyberpunk Red for each of the four types of players. They have they have a little table that has oh, yes. essentially prompts that are, you know, various ways you get XP. So like in the more warrior tables. Huh? More tables. Oh yeah, I mean same. Tables good. Love tables. Um so, like, in the warrior box, it says defeat an enemy in battle, gain a powerful tool or a weapon, prove your skill in battle, thrill of the hunt. That one's kind of vague. Uh, make the most powerful character, establish a stronghold. 
But like they do have the most powerful character. Yeah, that one I don't. I, that one I'm a little iffy on. But like they do have specific prompts for each of the four types to help. So that will help sort of guide the player in the direction. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, when it comes to the idea of self deciding the XP, you know, I, I understand. Yeah, like what you said, Matt, totally can happen. Um, I think but- more people will probably be the. I think you'll you know maybe one out of ten times you'll get the player that tries to give himself too much XP, but I think most of the time you'll get the the honest person. Yes. You'll get the person who's like, uh, you know, oh, I only got fifty XP, and then you'll have someone yeah. in the group being like, no, dude, you did that really cool thing. You just you need to get more XP. What are you that's talking ex- about? That's actually exactly what I was about to say, mm-hmm. Matt. Is yeah. every time I've seen this, that's what I see is is players get surprisingly, um honest but also very um what's the word like very self-analyzing yeah i notice a lot of the time when you when you say to the player that you get to adjudicate your your xp for yourself uh they're much more like introspective and analyze their character a lot more than they would normally and Mm -hmm. it kind of leads to them like playing their character uh not better but more um like more in depth like more three dimensional which is interesting so uh even in my game technically the system we have in place is one of the players says i think i should get xp for this and the other three players vote right that is the system i'm using in my game mm-hmm. however what i've noticed is Every single time a player says, I think I should get XP for this, everyone agrees every time. And if a player doesn't think they should get XP, they just don't even say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had multiple sessions where, like, actually, basically every session, at least one person, almost every session, at least one person says, No, I don't think I did anything to justify XP. Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not holding I'm not forcing them. I'm not telling them. And when they make their arguments for their XP every time I say you're talking to the players, you're not talking to me. And but every single time everyone always agrees. And if the player didn't do anything to earn XP, they honestly say, no, I didn't do anything to earn it. So it's like it seems like a system like, yeah, that's totally right for abuse of the power gamer. But depends on your players really it, it does but it, it I, I i have seen it be surprisingly effective and honest which is i, I don't know it's interesting to say the least now I'm, again I'm, i i think having good players will do that to you no well even when uh, I've, yeah. I've even like watched games where that's still been the case mm. so yeah i don't know it's interesting is it gonna work 100 percent? no i i mean no but then again like reward system is going to work 100% so you know there's that too yeah I, I think cyberpunk has a pretty interesting uh, idea about handling kind of what you were talking about Sam where a certain player doesn't necessarily want to mm-hmm. play a specific thing but they like to play like they like to do other stuff uh, I haven't tried the cyberpunk system obviously so or not obviously I haven't tried the cyberpunk system, so I can't say how good or not good it is in play. Cool idea. Okay. Rant over. Matt, 
Matt, you haven't had any any real uh, say in this so far. <laughs> Which was the question? It was the uh, yeah, it, phrase it, it again. I would say it's been a it's been a while. Do you enjoy getting rewarded for you know the role play mechanic or whatever, or do you think that it's 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 just a little too forceful? It's too pushy. Um. Like, I think if it's because, like maybe a little like again, uh, if the reward's tiny, I'll be happy. And it, you know, doesn't have to be anything crazy. Doesn't have to be major. Like even if it's like, oh, the NPC you're talking to, you know, you, you know, you guys, the relationship reward point goes up by one, or he gives you a mm -hmm. thumbs up, or he says he owes you a favor or some shit. Okay. I well, know, I a think little little thing. Man, I, I'm just hearing that you're really easy to please. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well, I think you, know, you don't really care what's going on. You, you, you just you're, you're just there for the ride. Because like I, I, I get the because the idea that there's a force players to like stay in character type of deal. Uh, so like it can force players to stay in character. It can force players to think that they have to play force, a specific way. Yeah, it forces yeah, you think, to play a certain way. Do you have beef with that part of it? Like being forced um, a certain direction, not forced, my, but like incentivized yeah. a certain direction. I, th I think no, because I'm, I don't really, s I've never been in that situation or I haven't really seen a situation where like, like you were saying, like players are rewarded for role playing and there's one player who's just the quiet person and they don't say shit. I've never been in that situation. I haven't really seen it too, too often. So just for me, like, I don't, I don't think like, it sounds like it can be an issue, but I've never really dealt with it. I don't know. I, I don't think it would be that big of an issue because even if like, you have that quiet person in your game like the dm and other players like i um in the storm king's thunder game uh one of the players she specifically like she made a ranger she didn't want to talk she only really talked to her animal that was it so i constantly my player would constantly ask her questions and try and like talk to her to get her to like you know engage Something. in the game <laughs> the dm would do the same thing and yeah, and then never, you know, eventually she she stopped being the quiet person. Mm -hmm. So I, but like you know, that's not that wasn't really like a thing of like I'm doing this to like be annoying. It's like no, I want I feel bad. This player's not really saying much. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they're you know shy or maybe they just don't know what you know what's going on. Maybe I can like help. But I don't I don't know I don't. Yeah, it's weird because like the force to stay in character thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's like a. I don't think don't that's think a thing that happens that often, at least from my okay. experience. All right. I mostly ask that question because uh, sometimes when you play a game, and like Matt, I I know that yeah. the way that you play games is very not like you. You're not worried about it. You're just playing it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people think that they eventually have to play the game. A certain way because yeah. the game only rewards them for playing that way mm -hmm. no i get it because it's like the people who you know i i, I constantly joke the mid-maxing munchkins you know it's the people yeah. who it's like if i don't optimize my character like if i'm playing a monk and i'm not playing the monk that deals the most damage i'm mm -hmm. not winning D D. i'm not doing it right yeah yeah I, I, that, that, like that i get i don't like it but i get it <laughs> exactly that, that that's kind of Kind of the direction i was going with it because it's like sometimes people do feel forced to play a specific way or newer players will also feel that way a little bit oh yeah um yeah 
because you know that oh the mechanic wants me to do this so i'm gonna do it like why wouldn't i the mechanic wants actually, me to do uh, it actually have a good example i gave my players a while ago like um i think i, I shared it with you guys too the dungeon coast the uh the bonus level up perks like they're like these little things that every time a player can level up or every once in a while the players they get a, like like mini feats if you want to say in pathfinder and yeah. I gave one to the bard that basically allows him as a full action, he can like spend inspiration, give him to two players. So for a while he was using that and only using his inspiration for that mechanic. And he's like, well, it's the most optimal. It's like the best way I can give inspiration to people, but then I don't really get to do much. And then all my, you know, all my inspiration's gone and I'm playing a sword bard and I need my inspiration for that. And so I was like, you know, like the whole player group was like, man, just, you know, you don't have to do that. Use your inspiration the way you want to. If you feel like in a situation you want to do the thing where you give it to two people at the same time, do it. If you want to use your sword bard flourishes, do that. Like no one, you know, no one's forcing you to do that. It's, you know, and so it finally kind of clicked with them, I think. Because it yeah. is a good, like, it is a really good, like, mechanic to do. Which is why he was like just opting into doing that over his own subclass. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of, okay. I kind of ended up doing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Although I sort of, I, I mostly was doing it by choice, but it did kind of end up. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I do think that this is a good example, Matt, of players just kind of thinking that they should play a specific way. Yeah, getting and getting I, uh, I, pigeonholed. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I do think it's kind of like at least like especially with like support characters or, or classes, especially like bard. When you're not playing, you know, mm. a very specific type of bard, you end up being like, okay, so I'm like here's as support. I cast yeah two spells and give inspiration. That's my job. Or like if you play a cleric and everyone's like, where's my healing word? And it's like, bruh, I'm a war cleric. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, you, you players have specific expectations and video games some kind of, sometimes kind of make this. Um, uh huh. Yeah. A problem because, you know, when you look at a video game, you know, like, oh, this is support. This is this is healing. This is DPS, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. you, you end up putting yourself in that mentality, even when you're playing a tabletop. Now, to to be fair, sometimes when you you know you you mix you mix those things together, you kind of get a character that doesn't function very well. Oh, yeah. uh, but that depends on the system more so than anything else. Um, you know, pigeonholing yourself into a specific thing. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, all right, all right. I, I feel like that's some good, satisfactory answers out of that question. All right, so th this is my last question. Oh shit! Um, it's not a big one, not a rough one. Tea or oh. coffee? Uh, no, no that, <laughs> that, that 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 that's not a question I will ever ask on the podcast. Um, what do you think the best rewards are? Like, would you rather get something like a little mechanical benefit, Matt? I swear to God, if you say that you'll be happy, I will. <laughs> I'm just here, man. I'm I just will really throw you, my friend, dude. I will. I will throw man. you out into <laughs> the wilderness. Um, I'm just here to have and fun, let bro. The feral hogs eat you. I brought the, the feral hogs. Eat you. 
<laughs> bro. You know, it, it can it can be experience. It can be some kind of like mechanical benefit, like uh, inspiration, or you know, your spell has plus two, or uh, you know, you get an extra die for this roll depending on the game, or you know, oh, you know, this character likes you more. Whatever doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the reward is. Just tell me what is your preferred reward for doing something nice, cool, etc. Uh, are we talking in the roleplay realm specifically? Yeah, roleplay realm specifically. Uh, I don't know. I, I, combat's usually punchy, punchy. Reward is experience, item. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I just like I just. Mm. Is that true? Uh, I know for me, it's mo- again, like I feel bad, but like, it is the RP, the character goal, like the moment, like that's the reward. And then usually players who do that, they'll get some sort of thing like, you know, a magic item or a feat or a boon or some shit. Um, yeah, I feel bad because I actually do just like I'm, I'm in it for the, for the narrative. I'm in it for like the story moment with my character. And, you know, my, my devil worshiping warlock sacrificed the. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sacrifice their best friend to get a, you know, to, you know, get more devil power or some shit. I don't know. I, so, yeah, I, did, I did the Thanos thing. I threw my daughter off the cliff so I can gain <laughs> internal power. <laughs> so I can gain power. <laughs> did the Thanos thing. I could resurrect you or I could get power. Power, yes. Power, though. I, you know, uh, from the, particularly from the roleplay side of things, I think... For big roleplay moments, like sort of, you know, uh, the bard struts up to the fucking king's court and like makes like a dope ass speech and convinces the king to fucking retract his armies that were marching on the city or whatever, you know, like for big roleplay shit like that. Uh, I think I want fictional story rewards. I, I don't. I don't necessarily want any kind of specific mechanical benefit for like a big narrative push. Mm. Um, If we're talking just like, if we're talking from, you know, let's say you just rolled, just rolled real good. And so, you know, you roll real good, got you a high number, then like mechanical thing, mechanical reward, fictional thing, fictional is is Mm -hmm. generally... I want to do it so yeah like if we're just talking like big cool crazy like you know the warlock sold his soul to the devil type shit to like get his sister back mm-hmm. you know I don't really need that to be represented mechanically okay like um you'd like a clear de- uh, uh, separation between the two for me yeah yeah I think there should be a clear separation which is I think yeah which kind of goes back to the me not liking the DM handing you a cookie right because that is very much not a separation that's like did a role play thing like did a fictional thing here's a mechanical reward mm-hmm. like the whole uh the Mantengo fighting uh the guy that killed his dad yeah like i completely forgot about the sword yeah until mm-hmm. he attacked me with it and i was like oh yeah he has my dad's sword fuck <laughs> yeah like the magic item i was, was just not... after re- i was just doing the revenge thing yeah, i was yeah, just the like magic Let me item wasn't really the important thing in that scenario no yeah it was so cool. It was yeah, so I mean, cool. hey, 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 nobody's gonna complain about a magic item. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, bing. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. 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 Okay. Good luck, 
grasp on your your, uh, on your ideas nutsack. of how. Uh, no, huh? I'm I'm actually Grab not holding that right now. Thank, thank you very much. Smash his nuts. Uh, no, bailiffs <laughs> smack his nuts. <laughs> okay, all right. I I think that was good. I think that was a well um, discussed, well <laughs> made peanut butter and jelly. Mm. That's right. You know, it's really hard to fuck it up. You do, goddamn. <laughs> Just like slap the fucking jelly like, on imagine, the table counter. You're like, you're like oh I man, I got it. this peanut butter and jelly, and it's just a fucking peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like, like, damn, you, I fucked this up like real bad. How did I do this? Bread. I don't know. Where jelly go? How did I? Like, it's like you know, you know that little bit of jelly that she, like is always left on the knife. Mm. You basically tried spreading that around <laughs> on the bread, and you just put it on. That's how you no, fuck no, up. No. You just slap some peanut butter and some jelly on a plate, and someone's like, "What are you doing? Making a peanut butter you jelly sandwich?" Oh, I f- you you forgot the bread. Oh fuck! I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> they mix it up too. Like wait, oh, hold on. Oh shit! The bread. Just eating it out of a bowl with a spoon. Oh they god! Try to, like, they try to they try to uh, Matt, try to like, clean it up with a piece of bread and the bread oh, just keeps breaking oh, because the peanut butter's oh, not letting go. Oh god. Oh this alright. There you this, go, you go, peanut butter and jelly soup. You got peanut butter, you put it in a right, bowl yeah, with some jelly, this, and then you just break up some bread crackers been, or some shit. This has been the Sessions Cancelled Podcast. Oh. Thank you for listening to our cursed peanut butter and jelly Holy talk. shit. Yeah, well how do you enjoy your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Yeah, you prefer you you Are you like a jelly peanut butter bread bread kind of guy? Red, red. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, How do you feel about that bread, bread? Oh, uh, prefer my Christ. peanut butter and jelly without bread. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ignore I'm all the PB and J talk. And uh, you know, uh, you know, if if you like the chaos you heard, you know, give a give a follow or subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. If you would like to keep up to date with us, please hit the follow on the Twatters, the Twitters, the Angry Bird, the Angry Bluebird app, uh, and leave a comment if you have any strong nice opinions. Also, if you're on Spotify, you can leave a comment now. So uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I always do forget that you can do that. It's a new thing. It's very recent. I I, I know it's been like the last few weeks that Something it's been like around. That, yeah. I'm just, so, uh, every time I hear about it, I'm like, what? Leave a comment. Yeah. Do the thing. Do it. Do a little, little comment to come. Do a little, little something, something, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now in response, I attack your creature with Vampire Nighthawk to gain a level of my Lana War elf to life. I, man, Fuck. I wish you knew how to play magic. Anyways, I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs>